If you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw, you see. Watch it. My straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up! Hi, welcome to Straight to Laserdisc. I'm Andy. I'm Mary. I'm John. And today we're going to be talking about the essential movies since 2000. So the idea was that if we were picked as a guest host for TCM's The Essentials, but only could pick movies from 2000 onward to present day, what would we pick? Um, instead of, you know, the classics like, you know, Casablanca or Citizen Kane, we wanted to get away from that. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go through something a little bit more different. So I guess I will start with John. What? Since I think I started with Mary last time. Oh, uh, no. So, and I, I see it more as, like, if you're on a desert island, like, what movies would you take with you? I mean, all the deserted movies. Deserted island? Desert <laughs> island? Including random encounters? <laughs> no! no. Um, take the Adventures back. of Ford Fairlane? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, was that even made in the 2000s? I, I don't know. The That's... Wonderful World of Fowler. Yeah, yes! No, <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so John, starts so, well, off. So we had to pick five. I have six slash seven. So have, so yeah, have we're going to do some like honorable mentions. Cause yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard thing a to hard go thing. through, you know, two decades worth of movies with five minutes notice and try to figure out <laughs> which ones are your favorite. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, if to start off my list, I have the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which came out a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that movie. I've rewatched it. I don't know how many times. Lots of great symbolism. Lots of great acting. Good songs. I, I don't know. Like it's... so, maybe I'll piggyback off of you and choose something else since I, that's on my list too. But did you feel like when you first saw it, it was like different than what you expected? Because I know when yes. I saw the trailer, it it was a completely different movie than what I thought. I thought it was going to be about like that, like one guy, yeah, Buster Scruggs. Yeah. yeah. Tim Blake Nelson. And Tim, I don't yeah. like to look up movies necessarily before I see them. So like, I just kind of happened to see that and was like, then I watched it and was like, Whoa, this is very different. I remember, I remember telling, uh, I, a bit of the way into quarantine, I watched it online with my friend, Will because there's like this app you can or Chrome extension you could put in Google Chrome called Netflix Party where you can watch oh, I Netflix, heard, yeah. Netflix I heard about that friends. recently. And so yeah, when I was watching it with him, we after like the end of that first story, he was like, "Wait, what? He died?" Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> uh, spoilers, Whoa. spoiler. But, yeah. but you know, like oh, I and thought even it was... then I thought they were gonna go. I'm like, okay, they must have gonna they're gonna go yeah, back yeah. in time before yeah. that, or something and then they like, did but it. he would be the common through line. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Stories, and but... it just wasn't. But that he's way. not, and really, it's a different person who's actually the common through line. Kinda, you can make an interpretation depending on how you view one of the last stories, but. You know, I, I think that with the, the storyteller and the, the whatever, oh. anyways. Um, yeah, so it's I, just I, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's a good, oh, yes, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's a really, wow. it's a really. <laughs> I lost you, I lost you. It's a river. Oh, wait, what's that kid's name? It's Dudley. Dudley. Yeah. yeah, Dudley's in it. Dudley, <laughs> who doesn't have any limbs, but he, mm-hmm. no, yeah, it, that's um. It, it's a really, a really well crafted movie. I mean, you know, it's a very Coen Brothers mm-hmm. experience, and it, it's just, just love their like character studies. Yeah, people, yeah. even their minor characters in their the, movies seem like fleshed out and believable. It, it yeah. feels, it feels like a, a just a great love letter to that type of mm-hmm. film, like that, be, that type of cinema. What's um, your favorite story from it? Uh, I. For, it, I How many are there for those of five? Wait, thirty-six. Lost you, lost you, thirty-seven. Five, five or six. It's wait. There's the Tim Blake Nelson. There's uh, James, uh, Franco. James Franco. Oh yeah. There's Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. There's Lady, a uh, guy who's Lady Gaga. The, the, the Oregon Trail, basically, yeah. and, and um. Um, the, the wagon and and uh, uh, Tom, oh, Waits. Tom Waits. Uh, yeah. So Mr. Pocket. Um, but <laughs> I think I think my favorite is probably actually the Liam Neeson one because that one's really? the most like twisted and they get the most storytelling out of it with like the least dialogue. Like people speak, yeah, but like there's a lot of a lot of yeah, literary illusions yeah. and, um, and there's not a lot of like speaking like, between. Yeah, there's no there's no. So I think it's the the writing in that part oh. is very effective and hmm. extremely well done yeah. to be able to carry that out. You know, um, the Tom Waits. I met a traveler is, in an antique uh, land. Is um, you know that's the most optimistic. Yes. Yeah. Of the stories. And be- it's just beautiful yes. the landscape. I'm like, I want to go wherever Ex- that is and just that like creepy, swim in the river. The creepy CGI deer that's like terrible yeah, looking but, <laughs> but a lot of their, it's not that bad i feel yeah a lot of their um the stories in that or a lot of their movies in general have a certain cynicism but yeah also but it's like upbeat humorous yeah. it's like it, some, some of those death cab for cutie songs where it's like no sunlight it's like yeah. very depressing but mm-hmm. they're like ha, 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 like happy or like, yeah the only comparable thing i could it, it, to another director from a previous time pre pre-2000 from a previous be, marriage uh, would be yeah. <laughs> Billy Wilder, they sort of have that same I, yeah. sort of. No, if if you're saying Billy Wilder, no. if you're saying wow. Billy Wilder, you have to say it like my French professor did. Billy Wilder. <laughs> you need to just draw it out. See, yeah. so I'm like, be, this Gangsters. isn't gonna become a Buster Scruggs <laughs> talk, I swear. I, I guess it could be. But it could be. Um, my favorite one, I think, about. was the um, like the like the Oregon Trail one where mm-hmm. the woman is on kind of on her own her brother dies on, during the journey um they bury him with all his money and she meets mm-hmm. this the guy one of the guys who's kind of like the lookout and guide on the trail and you know it's just a, such a sad ending i don't want to like give it all away but that really i yeah. was like oh my god like i really i felt that yeah so no, that one guys, was my favorite no, one. you guys both have it on your list yeah. of like yes. the essentials. So why is that movie an essential to you guys? So for me, I view it as as I alluded to before, it's in anything really that the Cohen brothers do, I feel like is an example of this, but it it, it it's a wonderful culmination of amazing writing mm-hmm. and great cinematography. Mm-hmm. Just like great 
It's just good storytelling. Just good story. Yeah, yeah, it's like just wonderful storytelling. And it's like telling. unexpected, kind of like it's you know it's something new. Yeah. I'm. You get so tired of seeing the same movies over and over again, and not that I don't love like Mission Impossible movies because I do, but like this is something so different. I feel right. like yeah. just the the characters involved are like weird and each each one is unique so it's not even you don't get bored in this movie because there's like several different stories that have nothing to do with each mm-hmm. other kind of like back to back you've um, seen them and you like you were like... saying like some of them are they're very different tones too yeah. so it's yeah. like you're experiencing a lot of different things like within one movie so and just right. the imagery you know um is it's just beautiful yeah mm-hmm. so that's why I also picked it. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, kind of jump to... To conclusions! Like, yes, well, well, jump well, to conclusions, actually, Matt. <laughs> if only that was made post-2000. Before, well, actually, before you do, I just want to point one thing out. Yeah. Because when I, one reason also that I appreciate um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is that before it came out, A Million Ways to Die in the West came out then there's also like the the ridiculous six and like all these, oh, these terrible westerns terrible westerns <laughs> it's like that saving try westerns. to have yeah. yeah try to have like comedic undertones or overtones i mean like <laughs> that are trying to be comedies this manages to be both serious great storytelling and a western great mm-hmm. western movies and great comedies or, or dark comedies mm-hmm. in its own right and yeah. for that reason as well for that reason, I'm, I'm out. out. No, but like, for that, <laughs> for that, thinking the same thing. For that reason, I th- that also elevated it for me to see, like, oh, yeah, people not, can not make terrible good westerns Western. again. Hooray! Yeah. Thank God. So, all right, sorry to interrupt. Well, I wanted to, since there is a Coen Brothers connection to to one of my picks, and also sort of a western. Oh, I, this isn't my only Coen Brothers movie on my uh, well, list. Well, <laughs> well, so there will be blood. Lost to the Coen Brothers movie, No Country for Old Men, for mm. the Best Picture Oscar back, I want to say, in 2007? 2008. 2008 Oscars, yeah. I believe, yeah. And, um, yeah, There Will Be Blood is sort of like a Western, pretty yeah. much is. Um, Just but, a different, like a modern Western, I guess yeah, you would say. Or it's like, like turn like of the, the century. The yeah. end of the Western, basically. Like, it's like, what, 1912 or 19... 19- yeah, we're roughly so, yeah, around there. Like, he's an oil man. Oh, I'm. I was thinking of No Country for Old Men. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was oh, like, I guess like, it's that, like a modern. That is, that is a western. Yeah, also yeah. That that's too. why I was saying modern western. Mubba it. But yeah, there will be blood. Um, that <laughs> if that by movie... modern you mean 1912. <laughs> <laughs> I remember after watching that movie once with mom. She was just like, Daniel Day-Lewis's character is not nice. I'm like, you think? You think? Yeah. <laughs> That's, like the whole That's almost the business. point or something. Yeah. I'm an oil man. You, we have there. <laughs> you have to build a pipeline. <laughs> Give me I the do. blood, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the blood, Lord. <laughs> Give me the blood, Eli. Let me get out of here. Give me the blood, Lord! There's Just so put in all the soundbite. That's the soundbite for <laughs> <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> I'm an oil man. I'm an oil man. But, Just I mean... I drink your milkshake. There is yeah. so much craft involved. Um, and Daniel Day-Lewis steals He's the show. He's so excellent he is, in that movie. He He's is very good. Daniel Plainview yeah. in that movie. Yeah. There's... His method weirdness like pays off. Yeah. I guess there's just such there's so many. Uh... Also iconic just starts out like silent for like several minutes. Oh, as yeah. he like breaks his leg yeah. to like, crawl out yeah. and... of, the, of the mine shaft. Uh, yeah, the... it's just um, sets the tone. A very well made movie, mm-hmm. and um, 
and I think there's a, a bit of a timelessness about it. There's I'd agree you know, with that. Yeah. There's a lot of modern movies where it it's makes aged, references. Like, yeah, yeah, it ages instantly. Itself. But there's something about this one that I think you could watch in a hundred years from now and yeah. it would still have the same impact on you. I agree. Or at least it, it would on me. Cause, because yeah, the characters are so well done. That yeah, they're like and they drive so much of the story. Yeah, and the only part of it that feels a bit like eh, is when the fake brother comes in. But that's, yeah, mm. yeah. But even then, Eli. that's and... uh, <laughs> <laughs> even then it's just it's um, a very dark, all pretty cynical movie, but. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, yeah. I, and it's very quotable obviously and it's a type of movie that i would like to make at some point it's just um yeah there's a, a lot to it mm. a lot going on it feels it's like a heavy no- hitter yeah it feels like a novel mm. on screen mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There, i don't know how else to describe it's it artful but, yeah like in that way more like mm-hmm. fartful <laughs> am i right I, too oh. bad it's boring no i mean I, <laughs> well johnny yeah john I, doesn't really I, like it so, but i appreciate <laughs> well i appreciate it Shrek, but i just be on my list uh, <laughs> just oh that should be on my list <laughs> no um i i do I think i do think it's a good movie i just like eh you know it's fine i i think the pacing is a bit eh like it it just feels really long um yeah it's very long which is well, that's not a bad thing, but I I, I don't know. I For mean, me, it wasn't one of those movies though where I felt like it was long. Yeah, you know, I didn't. Yeah, I, like I, unlike the master, me, which is sort of similar mm. uh, because it is Paul Thomas Anderson, and that movie is also good. But yeah, that one you feel there is you a feel patch the where you're kind of like, more, eh. but there will be blood is a movie I like. If you ask me to watch it right now, I'll be like, yeah, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. I've repeatedly, I've watched it several times since then, and. And it still packs a punch. Yeah. I think I think that movie, if you know, I'd probably like it more since uh, if I watched it again because it's been a, probably what like two years since I've seen it, and mm. I've um, seen it in a long time. I but... think my tastes have changed a bit and oh. grown a bit. Well, <laughs> I, not to Would sound you like say you're gonna flip yes, This is this is how my colon smells. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to sound like that. Control you know, alt but, delete. Yeah. No, no, but, but, uh, but to to I, I guess I'm the other side of that coin because I have no country for old men on my list. Mm. Ooh, so okay. why don't you go off on that? Uh, yeah. So, so okay, Perfect. we're I think, actually transitioning yeah. well. I think yeah. that movie <laughs> transition. For, yeah, did you like it? What would you rate it? <laughs> yeah. Blamphony Blamphano here. Blamphony uh, uh, anyway, Dantano. Uh, no Country no, so, for Old Men. I guess so, you got two code bros. Mm. Yes, so No Country for Old Men. Um, I was tempted to also put Burn After Reading on my list <laughs> because, you know, this is a crucifixion is like the best <laughs> thing ever. But, um, I've only seen that movie once. I love that movie. Mm. But no, um, No Country for Old Men I think is just very like powerful i guess i hated it when i first saw it but then yeah i absolutely hated it hated it but when i saw it a second uh my second and third time watching it i just was like i i don't know what i was what i was on because i love this movie like it just the the acting javier bardem is just so like his presence is Mm. just so like 
He's, he's like, tangible. He's like, one it, of the most evil characters yeah, it, in, in movie history. It, or just, you feel the weight of him yeah, on. And that's, it's like he's following the, you the whole movie. Yeah, the whole time you're watching the movie, you're like, like uh, And it's, it's, yeah. it's, I, I, I remember just like one of the things that made me kind of mad at the end is like the ending like the they wake up you know like that and then just ends and it's oh, like totally but i think yeah it, i think that the <laughs> i think that the ending kind of just makes it even more like great because it just is like like evil exists yeah like and it's it, also it, a very it cynical movie. sometimes yeah, that's that's cynical. And evil, <laughs> no, evil, I, I like those kinds of yeah movies. same here like evil evil exists and sometimes evil wins yeah, and it it's... will keep existing and keep you know and it's like it's just a just a movie that keeps you like on the yeah on the edge of your seat kind of you yeah. know it's, it's a lot more momentum yeah, yeah. than um say there will be blood, yeah but also great just like great visuals it, it's mm. so like dark but yet manages to like just that roger deacons I don't know. It, it's it the, the way it's shot and lit is mm-hmm. just great i i love it that the scene where he's like waiting in the the hotel room and, and oh yeah and like that that just that entire because it's like at like two now in the morning or something it. i don't know it's just so good there's so much tension it's so well done yeah so yeah so let's go to Mary. So you had Buster no, Scruggs. I do, which as well, you know I talked but, about. Um, why? But what's another movie that would make your essential list? Um, so I kind of did it more so on, because I I don't know. I feel like sometimes I have like short term memory, and um, this was hard for me to try and think about with like not much time <laughs> to prepare. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about movies that really like really affected me. Um, the first time watching it. And most recently, I, I finally watched 12 Years a Slave. So I guess I'll go off of, like, that one yeah. first. Um, that movie, I felt like it just had... I had such a visceral, visceral reaction to it. Like, like the entire movie. It's just... I, I don't know. I just feel like everyone should have to see it. And I felt stupid, you know, learning that this was actually based upon a real guy who you know he could read and write and he did have um his story um someone wrote like someone helped write it down for him but like this was a real book like i i ordered the book on amazon like i'm reading it now um i just feel like everyone should have to see this movie it's so powerful the every performance in it is amazing like there's not one bad actor or actress like, in this movie. speaking of the most evil characters. In, yeah, in Michael, Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael as, uh, as a slave owner, a plantation yeah. owner. Is, um, he, it's just... You want to, like... There are very few characters you want to actually strangle. Yeah. He's probably one of them. Absolutely. Uh, you make my top five on that yeah. movie characters just, list. But the acting is superb, and, like, you could feel, like... I feel like you, the actors knew like the weight of this movie that they were you know what i mean like the importance of this movie um plus it's just an interesting story it really is um Um, i mean and it doesn't it's not a movie that's preachy about no but it reveals like hey like these are the evils that of slavery and you know this man was born free and taken everything was taken away from him Mm -hmm. um and I just, 
Yeah. It's so, I just feel like it's a super important movie and it just was really well done in every, every way. It also was like a beautiful, beautifully filmed movie, even though a lot of the images are like something you don't necessarily want to see, but you like should see them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That movie, like, it's like a punch in the gut times like a thousand. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of mad I didn't see it sooner, you know? But that'll be that's my first one. Oh, well there we go. go I off. I guess something. Well, I, let's I guess switching gears now. I, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, I'm gonna gonna pick something that I also felt. Um, you know, I guess a lot of these movies feel very visceral. That's probably a good mm. word. Um, that I the, mispronounced the, initially. The, 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 <laughs> the, theme, the theme of this uh, <laughs> this episode, but the movie that did that for me is one. It came out fairly recently. It was "They Shall Not Grow Old." It's a documentary mm-hmm. by Peter Jackson about mm-hmm. uh, World War One. Um, on the and they use so basically, yeah. How do I describe they it? They use real real footage that they've re Peter they, Jackson they, they like and his team like like remastered. painstakingly remastered all the like old footage. They they from, yeah. they, they dredged up the frame rate. Uh, they added color to every frame. They researched they, what the colors of the uniforms would look they, like. Yeah. They even used like weapons. Like they, they even, shot off they, weapons in New Zealand to like capture the they, sound. They lip read what the yeah. guys yeah. were yeah. saying. Yeah, they found like a letter. The letter yeah. that the guy was reading. Yeah. I think they found mm-hmm. that somewhere. Yeah, it's just the amount. The this extensive is a movie research that, that I loved because obviously there was so much love yeah what went into it so many hours poured into it no one else could have made that movie no, because <laughs> it was like this guy and his you know his team were like they wanted to yeah. <laughs> it's like and otherwise it's, they, and they loved what they were doing it's a it's a movie that i'm like every documentary should be like this mm-hmm. yes this idea of you know you hear the voices of not some narrator not right like Pe- it's like real. People, Take that, Ken like not, not someone who, yeah, right. Not someone who's outside looking in who didn't really experience mm-hmm. that that war, but all this audio was taken from people right. within uh, who fought in World War One. Yeah, they and used inter- interviews, um, interviews from like the seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just and um, the, the amount of yeah. I just uh, everything. I, it, it, everything that went into it. I it kind of left me speechless, which it, is what yeah. I am now. Oh. It, yeah, just. You understand it's a, it's so the admirable. turmoil it, yeah. of it's, these troops uh, that fought in a war that honestly we don't really learn about too much. Um, in, you know, you in learn history class. you learn about the the circumstances surrounding it, but you don't really understand. I that's like one thing of the, the eyes American, on the ground. Yeah, yeah you ne- the American education system. I feel like fails to represent what it was like to be somebody mm. in that. You it's hard to it's they, hard to portray that and that yeah it, it doesn't add you felt like you were in the trenches yeah. with these guys and it's they also just... had they had so much footage too yeah like they could have made like eight different movies probably from the amount of like footage they had yeah but they yeah they just decided on one aspect of right. it on the western front um yeah. but anyway it's that's one peter jackson movie i have on this <laughs> list <laughs> so but let's turn now to uh <laughs> Back to you, John. Uh, What's another... So, keeping in line with... In line. I mean, keeping up with the Uh, Kardashians. Part-time. Part-time. 
Now, uh, Barton. Keep, keeping keeping in line with did that movie make anyone's list? Part yeah. oh, time. So we're we're <laughs> we're making worse. you know I, Hollywood homicide should really be on my list. You know. No, but um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Johnny gave that movie to me for Christmas. Yes, I did. That's <laughs> along with Bangkok Dangerous for my birthday. <laughs> remember, remember Josh Harnett? He was an actor once. No, so um, I I think that. In order to transition from your your two your two last movies that you mentioned were period pieces, I guess, kind of. Well, yours wasn't. Yours is documentary about a historical timepiece. Anyways, trying to keep this flowing. Well, mine's I have, historical too, because it's a real guy. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm just saying, I mine's not historical, but is a period piece with the Vvitch, uh, oh, or the Witch. Oh, really? Yes, that is. I'm not a fan of horror. Right? Usually I'm not. I think horror, especially nowadays, is handled really horribly. The eh? amount of and horrible it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's horror just, movies. So, like, regardless, horror movies, just, they, they all feel the same. They feel low, they're all like Blumhouse type things, right? Where it's like low budget, just, uh, just push it out onto like Hulu or Netflix and like, yeah, we'll make a couple bucks off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like, I'm always cheap. suspicious and, of like horror movies that get released into theaters and have like a really like the their rave reviews yeah because like i've seen how many bad horror movies there are i'm like the scale is like skewed yeah, yeah. so it might be okay but yeah. that doesn't mean it's great so so the 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 witch is one of the i mean it's the witch but stylized <laughs> is the witch so it's more fun to say that um it, it's one of the in, in the same way that Peter Jackson went into, like, painstaking attempts to, like, do all that stuff, in a similar vein, the people making The Witch wanted to, like, ensure that every article of clothing was appropriate for the time period. Yeah. Uh, every, the way people spoke yeah. was, like, Middle English. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, in, like, the same way people would speak. It's so, so much effort and time was put into that it to make it believable and it's just so creepy it's one of the one i i I feel like i'm generally desensitized to like horror and stuff at this point but like it there were a few moments in that movie that i like legitimately felt creeped out by and the the sound it's very like um I don't know, like claustrophobic is yes, the word, but like I would say so. Yeah, because you you you're aware of the fact that these people are literally on the edge of the world, mm-hmm. like they of the known world at yeah. that time. They they you know it's these people colonizing and cast out of their colonial group mm-hmm. in in uh, the English English uh, Puritan settlements in, uh, in like the New Massachusetts, World. Massachusetts, yeah, yeah Massachusetts. To be, to be fair, it, it's it is one of those movies that. Like in horror, this has been done where it's like really the people are yes, the, yeah. You know, it's the more of like psychological. Yeah, it's but like, in a but in a like, way, it's not because the, the witch does exist. But yes, but really, what causes all the like turmoil is people against people when it's, they stop it's trusting the basic, each other. Yeah. The basic George Romero like so, under uh, like thesis yeah. statement is that so, like, humans are the real that's monsters. That's been done, mm-hmm. but the way that this movie does it is yeah. like good yeah like, it's, it's really i don't good. i don't care if it's been done before no, this yeah. movie is so well crafted and so well shot the or the the music the to it is just just great and the tension yeah. just builds so just, well i remember it's really cool. liking it it's um, like a slow burn kind yeah. of but like a one one that's done well yeah 
but that, which is hard to do. I think a lot of times you see movies that just kind of fizzle. Yeah, and yeah. it has a satisfying conclusion, unlike a lot of yes. some yeah. horror movies, like Hereditary. I thought it was pretty good all the up way up until, until the, the third yeah. act, and, and I'm it like, just kind of mm, lost yeah, me. no. But um, which is that? That's the same. Is it the same? No, no, no. the okay. the, did, the guy wait, who directed the, the Witch also directed To the Lighthouse, which oh, is also okay. a, the same idea of pe- a person yeah, against yeah. person. So the Lighthouse is also that that's an wild. that's an honorable <laughs> mention for me because yeah. that movie is I, I don't I think I'm crazy. still processing I think it. so too. I'm like whoa, that movie yeah. just was yeah maybe beyond my like. Uh, smarts <laughs> i i love like, it <laughs> but yeah it was, it was good and i'm i'm upset i mean i know we're not talking about it actually but like i just am upset willem dafoe didn't get nominated oh yeah he should have been <laughs> he, he really should have been yeah he it, that was like a travesty but, yeah but um but nobody asks me but the witch is a very good pick yeah that's um, an interesting probably pick. one yeah um so let's go back to mary let's What's another movie that would make your essentials list? So, I guess I'll go next with, um... I guess I'll say Spirited Away next. Um, I remember seeing this when I was young. I think it was, like, on Cartoon Network, and I was like, whoa. Like, Wait, they put that on Cartoon Network? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I was like, whoa, this is so... Like, what is this? And in my head, I remember... sparked a memory of um princess mononoke which at the time i had no idea what it was but we were at our na- our next door neighbor's house and they had that movie on and i was like i don't know what this is but this is cool and then spirited away it was on like yeah tv like a long time later and i was like huh it made me think of that movie not knowing that it was like also a miyazaki movie so uh it's just so like the story i just love I love Studio Ghibli movies, Miyazaki movies, um, specifically. They're just, like, super unique stories. Yeah. Uh, I was like, literally, the art yeah. is so beautiful and, like, weird, like some of the creatures. Howl's Moving yeah. Castle. I was literally thinking about Studio Ghibli today, because I was sitting outside and I saw the trees, the leaves rustle, and I'm like, oh, I, I think... Because a lot of, in Miyazaki movies, it's the little details that yeah, matter. that really do matter. And I remember just, like, how do they paint and animate the wind? The wind. It, like, just that alone in some of the movies. Yeah. Like, like My Neighbor Totoro, it's, um... It's Totoro. <laughs> magnifique. <laughs> um, you know yeah, what Studio, I like? Yeah, but, yeah, what? Studio Ghibli, uh, more specifically Miyazaki movies, um, but, are all he... very... Pretty much all very good. Or yeah. At least I enjoy. But you know what I like about them? What I'm thinking is like, I feel like they trust like their audience to like get it. And that some of the themes might be like yeah. heavy, but they're like, oh well, it's the story. Yeah. And they, I kind of like that. It's like we are not gonna like, you know, tone it down for like children. We're yeah. gonna. It's like yeah, she like lost some... her parents. They got turned into pigs. Like, uh-huh. which is like oh my god, but like. You know, they're like, this is the story, and I, I like that. It doesn't... The thing, doesn't yeah, like, the, the yeah. whole family could watch it, Yeah, and everyone can can get it. Yeah, it, It's the it, same it, thing with, like, Batman the Animated Series, or, like, Avatar The Last Airbender, you know? Like, that same idea of just doesn't pull punches, it, you know? Yeah. 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 Great artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, yeah, the art, it just... It makes me want to, like, draw... I mean, I draw sometimes as a, just a hobby, but... 
it just I really appreciate the uh, all the animators that work on those movies. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of work. Uh, yes, uh, Spirited Away is a, a lot of people use that have used that as a touchstone for like uh, it's almost a watermark for a lot of animators saying yeah. like, they love that movie mm-hmm. um, and they want to like replicate inspirational, those, those, yeah. that movies um, specifically. Yeah, I guess I would say it's probably one of the first Japanese movies, animated movies that I recognized. Yeah, um, that I saw. So it was a, it was basically the not Pokemon the first movie. <laughs> oh well, I just I, guess I, I, I liked no, I liked learning later that that other movie that I liked but only saw like a snippet of was the same director. God. Yeah, like that was cool to find out later. Too bad he's a commie. Oh, rip. Welcome back from the intermission. Um, (laughs) So the next movie uh, I'm going to talk about is um, Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson. And the reason why I picked this is because, one, it's funny. Mm Wes Anderson, I guess to explain, he has a very distinctive style, and it's very similar to Miyazaki movies, mm-hmm. where you could tell it's a Miyazaki movie. Yeah. Or Christopher Nolan, you can't, you could tell Quentin Tarantino, you could tell there there is a very specific stamp of a Wes Anderson movie, and a lot of people have tried to mimic it, a lot of people mm-hmm. try to copy it, and it's but but it's beautiful. I don't know why it, it's worth trying to copy. There's something, There's something like very, clean cut and like. It's very like bo- yeah. ninety degree angles and like, it's like colors. Doll, I, I appreciate yeah when somebody like like takes care in like all respects like yeah. of you know like he's not just like telling people what to do. He has a vision, I guess. Yeah. Like on every level, yeah. They're... And he knows what he wants to create, mm-hmm. and um, he it translates well onto film. <laughs> yeah, the reason why it would pick this one over something like Moonrise Kingdom, or um, like, uh, you know, it just, or Isle of Dogs or something, is because this one has the best story, I believe, out of all of them. It's, you know, it takes place in a time kind of like World War II. Uh, I, I mean, it's not exactly the Nazis who are coming in to take over the hotel and take over stuff, but it's basically mirroring that, uh, that time period, late 1930s, um, you know, Europe. And Rafe finds uh, hands off my lobby boy. Also, crime Oscar Academy Award crime. He was not nominated uh, for the role of uh, yeah. He's great. He is. He makes that movie, but the and also the chemistry between him and the lobby boy um, is just very. It's very sweet. Yeah, and it's it's a funny movie. Uh, one of her, one of his funny, funnier Adrian movies. Brody, yeah, like Adrian Brody. Uh, what? And Willem Dafoe is. Oh yeah. Creepy. Willem Dafoe is really like. Yeah. Just yeah. And Jeff weird. Goldblum is very funny. It's <laughs> ripping. So the reason why I think it is an essential movie is because, it, it one is very funny. There's a lot of craft craftsmanship mm-hmm. to it. And it's like quirky but not annoyingly. Yeah, it's yeah. not it. I mean, it is sort of in your face with the style. I yeah. mean, it's hard to. Um, but I just like it. I know it, there's it's like, not there like, is like hammering you over the head compared to some of his other movies where it's yeah. like 
you like my style, right? This one is much more palatable. Yeah. And because there are I think people the story... that hate on Wes Anderson, like on the internet, who think yeah. he's like very overrated and pretentious. I guess, yeah. but I don't. People see... could probably I, I I could see why people would think he's pretentious, especially yeah. with a movie like maybe more so with Life Aquatic than this one, which I haven't seen. Yeah. So maybe maybe it is more understandable if it. If that's but, how it is in that movie. Yeah, it's just, um, it's a well-made movie, and there's the phrase of style over substance. This one has both style and mm-hmm. substance, so that's why yeah, I think... I really like this movie. Um, this is one I definitely would like yeah, be able to watch I re- again I rewatch anytime. on a dime. Yeah. Take your hands off my lobby boy! Yeah. But, um, sure. yeah, so that's my pick. Uh, another essential from me. Also, um, what's her name? Just unrecognizable... As, as Tilda Swinton, lady. yeah, <laughs> she's in like every movie. She's always like she's probably the most like transformative actress. Like yeah, yeah. everyone thinks of like Johnny Depp as like you, she's like every movie. She's hey, like, wait, how did you know my next pick? She's the, uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> no. Oh wait, Charlie, Actually, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie in the Charlie Chocolate in the Factory. Oh yeah. rip! But she's like. You I should, just thought that, see... like, whoever did the makeup for this movie, like, good for you. If you, think, <laughs> if you think that's good, you should see her in the Suspiria remake. She plays, like, an old man. Oh, and I've stuff. heard, like, weird things about yeah, that's that Yeah, it's a weird movie. But, but anyway. Yeah. So, uh, John, what's your next essential movie? Uh, How are you going to disappoint s- Scott now so... by not saying The Avengers? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I put Thor 2, The Dark World on here. <laughs> no, um, I think that my my Sorry, my, my next movie, I, I'm trying we to think of... A, so, my next pick uh, would probably be Adaptation with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage. Uh, oh, which, what? That was authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I didn't realize he's in that movie. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's in it twice. How did he make, <laughs> make this list? He's fantastic he's made, in yeah. that movie. Uh, he can make both the best and worst movies list, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So No, yeah. he's, 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 he's great in that movie. That movie is a, uh, is a film that made me really appreciate how finely crafted writing can be because you know charlie kaufman really is like playing with the audience the entire time and it's it's just really fun how so since just because i haven't seen it it's just like it's you hard don't to know what to believe like well so like, the whole yeah, movie he's uh, uh he's going pl- through writer's block yeah he's trying to at uh he's trying to adapt a yeah uh, book a book about, about flowers, flowers. and oh. it's like and he's like how do i make a movie about flowers yeah and he wants to have it break the mold about like the traditional uh, structure of a movie, but as it turns out, um, you're basically watching the movie. He yeah. like in, in a way, it, it's, it's a it's a pretty meta movie. Yeah, it's very uh, very meta and it's very like interesting to think. But about. yeah, Nick Cage, um, he he does well as a yeah. dueling. He plays not only Charlie Kaufman, but his but twin his, brother. Yeah, you know, which some other persona of Charlie Kaufman's hmm. psyche. Yeah. Uh, that's also a screenwriter, but more um, like more populist kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Starts to overshadow him with success and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like it's it's a really it, it's a really fun movie. It's really entertaining. Um, so give it a watch. It's I'd fun. Say. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's funny. Fun. Oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Cooper's great in it. Meryl Streep's great in it. You know, it's it's 
It's You've really... lost Scott there. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl Streep. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Alright. But yeah, that's a good one. What about so, it? Mary? Transition? Um, so, I don't think there's really much of a connection with mine. It doesn't have to be. I know, but we were doing so well with our transitions. Um, I think the next one I'll say is Mud, um, Mm -hmm. with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I don't know why. I, I think it was, wasn't it, like... Gambo had said like, "Oh, you'll you'll like this movie to you," and I just was like, "All right, I'm gonna buy it." And oh I yeah, bought yeah. It. it was like an impulse buy. I'd never seen it, but I bought it at like Target, and then we watched it. Uh, I think we were up in. I totally Maine. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, we watched it in Maine. I love this movie. Um, there's something like a realness to it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think it's my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie. Um, I just think he's great. I mean, even in his silly movies, I've always felt, even in his, like, romantic comedies, he was always the best part of those. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yes! I almost put Ghosts of Girlfriends Past in the last podcast episode, because I'm like, at least it's watchable, but it's awful. It is pretty terrible. (laughs) But he's the the best part of that movie. Um, He's just got a certain charm, and even in this movie it's it's Even definitely Lincoln a, ads. well it's it, a lot of times he plays like a lighter character obviously not in his like oscar winning role yeah um that was very serious but you know uh in this movie he's like he's uh, a runaway he had killed a guy in like texas or something and he's like on the run from bounty hunters and right um so it's definitely not like it's not like a light movie but yeah it's a it's a story it's like that almost about like, like coming of age and, yeah it coming it's of like age a coming story. of age story because but, he he comes into contact with the, these two young boys and um it just I should say the boys are the star there's one kid Ty Sheridan yeah, yep. he's the star and he's um his parents are divorced and so he lives on a on a river and he takes a boat and somehow goes yeah, out to they, an island and they in find the river, a boat find in a tree Matthew and then McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey is there living in the boat and they yeah. wanted to t- I think they wanted to, they want the boat they don't realize he's there yeah and um yeah there's some sort of like fairy tale ish yeah as to it and also Mark Twain yeah um it's a you know it's a very it's it's um it's not in your face no it's a good like quiet movie i don't know how else yeah, to I, describe yeah, it yeah it is hard to and it's like almost it's like a slice of a life you might not ever yeah otherwise see mm-hmm. there, um, there are echoes between that and kind of peanut butter falcon <laughs> which also is like honorable like mention <laughs> yeah. maybe on my list i might just say i'll swap it since he put buster scrubs oh but yeah yeah um i just love i love everything about this movie it's just well done um that director had um several good movies one i think was called taking shelter and with michael shannon but one of his movies i did not like the tornado one yeah yeah Yeah. that was a good movie yeah yeah i forgot about that mud mud is i could watch mud anytime it's a good yeah like i've watched it it's it's up there on like yeah movies i watched over and over yeah. So if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yeah. Take my word. <laughs> for what it's worth. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Now a for penny? something completely different, I'm going to talk about The Dark Knight. Why would it be my essential <laughs> movie? Because <laughs> 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 
I think of, if you could think of any other movie that has changed the landscape of movie dumb in the past. I didn't sign up for this. Two decades. Yeah. <laughs> well, not well. Maybe not so much. Iron Man did, but Iron Man. But the Dark Knight was something else. Mm. It, people wanted to make Christopher Nolan like movies. Yeah. Or Hack like. Snyder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Hack, Man of Steel. Did it, you say Hack Snyder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just and you're hacking sure. something up. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Andy's yeah. a hack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. Oh. <laughs> it also. In, um, I talked about it a little bit in our superhero podcast um, uh, episode, but The Dark Knight, just when I first saw that, I was blown away. And it was another reason why I, like, I really wanted to get into movie making. It's just the action felt real. Mm. Uh, I thought the Joker or Heath Ledger's performance was captivating. Even Christian Bale it takes a little bit of a backseat. Take a little bit but of a Aaron Eckhart is also. Great, I thought he was great really, in that movie, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only flaw of it is is uh, Rachel Dawes, Maggie Gyllenhaal, oh who I, I don't... That hurt me. I remember sitting in the theater, <laughs> right. and when he was like, there was a pause, and he's like, Rachel. And I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing about no! it is, she's not in it for long, True. because... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh... uh I, I, oh my gosh! I thought of the time. There are one of the some times. Plot holes in that movie, though. That yeah, Rachel. There are a lot of leaps. Um, yeah, that specifically hurt me more. Like a leap when when, when, when you when yeah when you said that I just imagined him. Yeah. Oh no! I just imagined him falling off the building, following Rachel, <laughs> and they land on the taxi, and they're fine. And like, <laughs> you oh, just well, fell oh, twenty five yeah, stories. <laughs> You're well, not he has fine. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the it is a comic book. I'm thinking more of just like the like. How if that didn't happen that way? How like, I don't know. How did they know to go to this place? Like, there's a couple moments like that in the movie, but agreed. Like, I like the seriousness of like. Yeah. It's like on another level. Yeah, and you think of like Batman, Batman Begins. There, there's the the theme throughout the trilogy of escalation, and mm-hmm. the Dark Knight really does take the series into another level. Mm-hmm. But Batman. yeah, Batman Begins is. I still is, like that more. Yeah, but you sen- still like I- the bat more. Uh... Okay. But yeah, the Dark Knight has was a big stamp. It's a watershed moment on the twenty first century filmmaking, and I think a lot of people are gonna look at that movie as a reason why they want to get into movies. Um, mm-hmm. They want to copy that style. I mean, a lot of studios did. I mean, again, it expanded the it changed pr- pretty much the landscape of best pictures in uh, for the Academy Awards. Um, it's one of my favorites, and I've watched it probably like twenty so times. I don't it, since it came out um, because there is there's a lot to it. It's great. It's big, great characters, good story. Now say that as Michael Caine. Now I'll say I'll say I'll say I'll say no. <laughs> yeah. so then just want to watch the bird bad <laughs> you Mis- can't use Mr. the quote you have to say <laughs> now, your original I, thoughts now I want to you to watch the dark night <laughs> <laughs> And Yay. <laughs> oh man! 
I'll stick with my David Bowie. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Dark Knight, another essential. All right. Now uh, I guess we'll go back to John to finish off his his uh, five. Yay. So this is the part where my five kind of becomes seven, um, because nominally I have uh, Hot Fuzz listed at my top. That's my favorite. Not every Edgar Wright movie. I have, I have, (laughs) instead I've mellowed it out a bit and just have the Cornetto trilogy in and of itself. But, um, because I do think that Shaun of the Dead is equally as important and I like World's End. I know a lot of people don't like that one as much, but I think it's hilarious. But all of those, see that movie again. All, well, all of those movies. I like I remember seeing that movie on my 21st birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of going out to a bar and watching people drink, (laughs) I watched a movie about people drinking (laughs) and Drinking and binging. It's drinking. Well, well, uh, I, I I watched it the, like, I was alone in my dorm room last time i watched it it was like the night before spring break and i just i ate i ordered i ordered i was like not even a worm i was like one of the three people in my dorm and i just ordered a box of domino's pizza and ate the entire thing myself and felt disgusting that's a story you don't tell whatever anyways (laughs) all those world yeah uh, all 13 people who listen to this (laughs) i bet that's still like sitting in your stomach probably yeah or (laughs) my arteries more more or less the one time i ate domino's that's how it felt yeah just like there was a stone in my stomach i guess we're not gonna get any sponsorships from domino's Domino's. so so (laughs) the the thing with edgar edgar wright's movies are all similar in in the aspect that they just have great writing and fantastic editing and like sean sean of the dead itself is like the the gold standard for like a horror comedy movie but i just i think all of his movies just are some of the best comedies in recent history style and yeah yeah. (laughs) no he has he has such great vision in terms of he gets like how humor and, translates yeah, to film, yeah. and he he, which it, a lot of people. But it's also reason. hard to because you brought up editing. It's yeah. like they have to pre, you know, obviously they pre-plan jokes or like yeah, you mm-hmm. have they pre-plan those, like, like watching those watching cuts, like, yeah, and they're the, like, so rapid. They're, it's yeah. at you a mile a minute, but it's so watching watching the behind the scenes stuff of that movie of of Hot Fuzz in particular, and and like it, it's just. There was Get so out. much, so much like effort and so much time went into that, like the writing and like it's so specific and so like it, impressive that they pulled it off. And I think it works so well because it, I, I'm, I love watching action movies. I love, and you still I love that really stuff. like the and, characters. Oh yeah, like, the char- still the characters like, are the hand. <laughs> still a bit stiff. A bit stiff. Yeah, it's it. Not only is it one of the most quotable movies you like ever, but, <laughs> I know. But it, it Do also that every time I have a Guinness, <laughs> of course. But um, uh, but it also. It, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. It, 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 it's crisis. It's basically an homage and is make you know, at the same time it's both an homage and a spoof of modern action movies. Yeah, and it's it pulls it off, but like manages colors. to make like and, a good and it makes action it makes movie. yeah, and it becomes a good a legitimately <laughs> like a standard fun for action movie and a legitimately mm-hmm. fun comedy. Yeah, with great writing, great editing, and yeah. it's it's it a movie el- that elevates the genre. Yeah, yeah. And good it, luck catching them killers. And, and, to that end, that's also why I have um, Shaun of the Dead and World's End as mm. honorable mentions because I think Hell those yeah. are 
like World's End is probably the weakest, but it still does have like mm-hmm. great themes, great just great editing, great characters. And at least like characters. there's character like, development, which can't be said for a lot of like major yeah. movies, like where you're left like, wow, that was bad because like the main character doesn't really have an arc. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. You know it, that character. From what I remember, he starts off like pretty unlikable. What, and in Simon Pegg, yeah, he's yeah, kind of yeah. like the a. World's end. He's yeah. They like told jerk. me when to go to bed. He's like, like a yeah, jerk, like and then at like the by end, the you end, understand you, him. Yeah, and it's and so. it's it's great, but yeah. It, um, yeah, the, so those movies, uh, Shaun of the Dead, also is just like oh my it's God, Shaun of the Dead. Sure. If you, that that's, iconic. That movie is. Just I think that's secretly wonderful. on everyone's like favorite movie list. Like Shaun of the Dead. I feel like it has to be. I, I feel like, like there's not know, one person that few, doesn't like, like that movie. I, I know I a few people who don't. Really? Yeah, yeah. Over. Few, oh, Shaun few, of the Dead. But I feel like Shaun of the Dead like, is more palatable so... for the masses somehow. You know what I mean? Because it's like a zombie movie. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's something about it that I feel like so many people like that. Or just like, oh yeah, that's like a good better Gambo. It's a better George. It's a better George Romero movie than like George Romero's last oh, yeah. three or four movies. But I would agree. I think Land of the Dead. Ultimately, I like Land of the Dead. But. But anyways, yeah, so that's... Maybe that. we could do a, a different oh episode about just the, the three movies. We should. I think yeah. maybe. We have to rewatch I, The Cornetto that Trilogy? Or... I'm always down to watch I'll those. I'll have to rewatch. But, um, yeah, Hot Fuzz um, is great. Yeah, it's my, <laughs> it's my favorite movie. So. Now I feel or one like of my favorite. That should have been tied. on mine, too. Rip. All right. No, tra- yeah, so Mary, uh, what's uh, your, your Is this your my final? last one? Yeah. I don't know, because I wrote, like, a, several down. Not Lord of the Rings? Um, well, I, I didn't put Lord of the Rings, because Andy... Oh, spoiler. Aren't oh, you putting... Spoiler. <laughs> we kind of, like, collaborated, so I'm like, well, I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. I watched it, like, all the time. Like, I, I'd come home from school and, like, put it on and watch it, um, like, every day. I feel like that, and, rent, like, The Princess Bride, I'd watch a lot. So and I was, Jonah, like, a VeggieTales movie? We did that quite a bit. <laughs> no. Um, so I guess I'm going to go more for, like, movies that hit me in the gut recently, since I've been kind of doing that from the get-go. So um, I'm going to say, I'm going to split it between two, and they're, like, extremely different, but you already mentioned Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. I really loved that movie. My coworker lent it to me, and I, because I... I had said, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I really wanted to see that. And they were like, oh, we have it. So I um, hadn't seen it, put it on for the whole family. We all watched it together, and I think everyone loved it. Um, yeah. You know, the one of the main characters is a man with Down syndrome, and I just think he does, like, a great job. Um, just to know the background, too, like, him and Shia LaBeouf are, like, like friends. I feel like Shia LaBeouf has talked about how like meeting this man changed his life for the better in so many ways. Um, I was so angry that this movie didn't get nominated for anything. Cause once again, this is a movie that to me, (laughs) yeah, well to me, this felt like original. Like I think if anything, like the screenplay for this movie should have been appreciated Mm -hmm. because there's so many movies that are like copy paste. Like we've seen this before. We'll see it again. No offense. Like La La Land, stuff like that. It's like they, how many, how many times does a movie like that come out? Like a musical? It's like been done, you know? But this movie to me, there was such a sweetness, um, you know, just a realness to it. It was still like, like kind of in a, like that vein of 
coming of age too. Um, yeah, it has those elements to it. Yeah, and just it just I really really yeah, liked Shia it. Buff and the main He's character have a great chemistry. a great, and you can tell like they're friends in real life. Like mm-hmm. it just it it wouldn't have worked if I think if it wasn't that way. No. Um, and, and I mean, it's a risk to you know it's. Because of the fact that he is a Down syndrome actor, I mean that takes some risk, and the fact that he was able to pull it off and do a movie that and that's what I wish I wish it was I wish it was recognized because it can show you like I just like I work with children with Down syndrome uh, I have in the past and I I don't know I guess it's something I'm passionate about anyway that they like they're they're not just like oh they have down syndrome like they're people and they're Mm -hmm. capable of so much and they bring so much joy into my life and just watching this movie filled me with joy like seeing this character on the screen um you know act with like these major actors i'm like this is so great and this is a story that like i appreciate needed to be told and Mm -hmm. needed to have a character like this like that people can look at and be like wow like you know, it's, it's, uh, as yeah. they say, representation matters. Like, I think that's, and it was, it was a good movie besides all mm-hmm. that. So I, I loved, I loved that movie. And I, yeah, I was extremely let down once again, uh, Academy. Yeah, Oscar. Oscar's so white. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so just so predictable. Yeah. You know, that it's, it doesn't even get a best screenplay nod. Like, I don't know. That's lame. Yeah. But, you know. But I guess on a completely different end, I'll also just put, I'll put Call Me By Your Name on there because I, I watched that not that long ago. Um, I think almost more, like, I feel like the acting was very powerful in it. Um, I think you're the only one of us that has seen this movie. Yeah. Um, I know maybe. of it, but I... I um, yeah, so I it's like, it. you know, um, the it's like a young guy is in it that his family is um summering in italy and this they take in this um he's like a fellow student sort of of the dad like he's a colleague studying because the dad um he's into like uh, archaeology type stuff and he's like i think he's a professor um and like the young his son and this guy end up um you know falling in love and it's also, in a way, sort of like a coming-of-age tale, but, like, sadder. And, like, what's really well done is the subtleness of, like, how their relationship even begins. It's, like, almost... You can perceive it, but it's, like, imperceptible. So it's... The way it's done is really well... It's just really well done. Um, I know there was some controversy with the movie, um, you know, in that the the age difference of the actors is like, oh, that's kind of like sus. And I'm like, maybe, I guess, but it's based on a book. I didn't really feel like super creeped out like when I watched it. But um, I also will just say like the cinematography in this movie is like so, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, it looked like a beautiful movie. It really was. It was and also and it, has the best uh Oh, Sufjan. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of my favorite Sufjan. songs like ever, Sufjan. Mystery of Love. Um <laughs> But I, I kind of feel that sense where it's like a novel on screen, too, with, like, like you said about be, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Obviously a very different vibe. Um, but there's something so delicate and beautiful about this movie um, that I really appreciated. I, I, I really liked it, and it was sad. It, like, made me kind of have a heartache 
at the end. I'm like, oh. But I definitely would watch it again. Like, I've honestly been thinking about it recently. Um, and I think, like, Timothy... Oliphant. And, um, and Army Hammer, they both do a very, very good job in this movie. It's just well acted. And, uh, yeah, aesthetically, that's, that was a big piece for me was just how beautiful it was. I was like, wow, this already won me over. It's yeah, like summer like every, in Italy. Like, every, wow. Every picture of painting. <laughs> but it's, thing, yeah, yeah, and it's like every shot, though, I feel like you can tell is like, per, like it, it, someone took great care in wanting to like share, I don't know, translate all of it, the imagery, everything, every shot, I feel like is like there for a reason, kind mm-hmm. of, um, like a beautiful reason. Um, so yeah, Tree I of think life. that's, yeah, yeah. Um, similar to Tree of Life, just very, yeah, beautiful imagery. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so, going to have to add guess, it to my list. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, I recommend, you know. Well, you already brought up, uh, my, my last pick would be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Spoiler. Um, I mean, I did, Sorry. you know, I did watch it all in one sitting, so I think I can count it all as one yeah, so if Quentin Tarantino counts Kill Bill Volume One and Two as the same movie, then you can count the Lord of the Rings. Trilogy. But yeah, so they film them all at the same time. They're, yeah, they're so it's another movie. Peter Jackson movie. Um, That's this, true. This yeah. is a movie that movie series that um, life I think, changing. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I just I think I saw it when I was eleven years old, at least the first one. And I was just completely blown away by, you know, the world building. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you immediately fall in love with the characters. It's just... Share the love. I mean, and, and that's... Full of a talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, throughout the whole series, you're just... Like, the, you follow these characters through the worst. But there's always that glimmer of hope. And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes Lord of the Rings so great, is that sense of hope. And Yeah, like, even though there are all medium. these different, like, creatures, there's still that, like humanizing element yeah it doesn't like, lose that human touch yeah. to it and which could easily be lost touch uh, but i, I mean, remember <laughs> touch <Sorry>. they <laughs> are not for <laughs> eating what about their legs they, they don't need those, those. That would be unspoiled like my monologue, <laughs> my <laughs> monologue. <laughs> <laughs> we like ain't had nothing but maggoty bread, bread for three stinking days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, I mean, I, but again, there's a lot of crap yeah, fresh. Uh, to this movie, like to these movies. I, I've it's just once I've again honestly, Peter Jackson. Yeah, like, I've honestly watched the making of these movies. Yeah, it's like a several mo- times over, and it just makes you appreciate just the, the effort. Amount, it, this was an unfeasible thing to do. Right. I mean, they and built the their own like they, villages. Like, yeah, you know, Hobbit Town is still yeah. it still exists in New Zealand. You can mm-hmm. go see it. Uh, and I think these movies, compared to others on my list, I think will stand the stand test the, of time. Stand the test of time, and I don't think anyone will. Why try would to anyone touch it? it? Exactly. Kind of like you, a like Gone with the Wind. You think you like couldn't make it better? Yeah. If there, you tried, it's yeah. There's literally the, no. Don't tell that. Well, I mean, you can't tell it to him now, but don't tell that to Christopher Tolkien. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently, because oh. he hates the movie, or hated the movies. But I think this movie, honestly, I. Uh, these movies, I actually find them better than the books. There, I said it. I uh, know. It, the books are really hard to... They're just dry at yeah, times, and there's, there's, like, a lot of, like, Momentum and, and good stuff. editing <laughs> in it. Like, it, yeah, it seemed like J.R.R. Tolkien needed an editor to slice yeah. down some stuff. 
um, and like rearrange it it's so better. Dense. But it's yeah, it's like reading a history book. But it's well, just that's, it's that's funny because I remember Jim point, reading. Yeah, me, I know. But... Jim like read me a part of. I don't remember which book. I feel like it was the third one. Which is literally like a page. No. Yeah, that's really only like a chapter. But like he read me something and I feel like I was just like, because it's like older brother versus sister. I was like, that sounds dumb. But then like later on, I was like, you know, I did read all of them. And um, I ended up, I feel like I like The Hobbit better because it's just easier to read. Yeah, it's. Um, but yeah you're telling me you haven't read the silmarillion but it's you know it's it's sad to hear that that you know his son doesn't like the movies because you could tell how much peter jackson loved the books yeah and like everyone involved well yeah yeah. but like you know it wouldn't have happened if those you know if those people didn't actually like love the book and the cast too all got along like they all loved each other that which is huge i mean a lot of these movies um, even what you were saying with Peter Butter Falcon, there mm-hmm. just seems to be that that love that's yeah. kind of indescribable. Same thing it's, with uh, it's like it is palatable, it's detectable, eyes. but yeah. you like same same can't really describe it right. compared to other movies. It's the same yeah. same like thing with like of. with like yeah. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and yeah, you know, and yeah. right that relationship. Just, yeah, you can just yeah. tell that they're yeah. like best friends. For, yeah. in real life yeah. and Lord of the Rings also it's just epic. Yeah. It is yeah, you know, the scale fighting. the scale mm-hmm. of it is um, the one time this is how much Lord of the Rings like impacted our family. Mom let us leave school a little bit early. It was uh, see it was the like two towers. Yeah, it was like a half day before like our winter like Christmas break and I remember she she picked us up and we got to go to the movies and yeah. saw the second movie. And I'm like this never happens. Yeah. Like we're never we never missed school. We didn't leave early for like, like you know, even doctor's appointments, anything yeah. like that. But we the, got the to leave t- for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, the only other time we left, got picked up early was nine eleven, and that, oh, that yeah, doesn't. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, didn't you leave school or no? You saw it during school to see the Phantom Menace. Right? Yeah, they, oh, that was they a, took field a field trip. Field trip yeah. to we see walked the to the movie theater. Okay, a Catholic school. Yeah, I went to see went to see the Phantom Menace for a field trip. And I was Just with, like, I was sitting around all the trip, like the kids all, next. Like there was a a kid next to me who's like, like you don't even like Star Wars. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then thinking as I'm watching, like this sucks. But like people are like, who's that? And I was like, it's like you know, it's, it's Luke's father when he's little, like. Right but like no one knew. <laughs> I'm like, why did we go on this trip? Like no one. There's even something cared. about faith there right the <laughs> force is like oh, oh, no. anakin, anakin space jesus it was there so we weird but yeah that oh, one yeah, that one that boy too. was like there was no father. that like i knew things about star wars i'm like you know what the nerds ruined star wars i said it i'll say it again i don't care another podcast topic yeah about the nerds ruined yeah star like wars. sorry i can't like like that's things. why i love the last jedi because it's like oh it killed Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Not, maybe that's cynical, but... <laughs> I hate Star Wars so much um, now. But anyway, it. Lord of the Rings is... Uh, well, Star Wars is Lord of the Rings in space, but um, Lord of the Rings is... True. A, you yeah. know, great, great movies. Mm-hmm. Even the extended edition. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the, it, they're worth there's it. Some, you there's need, some you parts need like 17 Towers, coffees. Which are like yeah, a little odd. But, but they're worth and it, you're like, You can see why they're cut. But they really do add a lot more to the movie. Is that mm-hmm. yeah? I just like even like when Mary, trash, Mary like, the five different endings Mar- for Mary Return and of the King. Mary and yeah. Pippin. I, don't, I didn't want those movies to end. 
Like, yeah. I remember almost crying. Oh my gosh, I was teared up the in the theater. Like, Mary, and that's you... hard for me to do during, <laughs> like, watching a movie. Because I have that kind of detach. You know, you, uh, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but you've seen so many movies, you've become, yeah. become so accustomed to them. You become desensitized to behind it. Kind of the, of it. Yeah. yeah. The layers, and you're but like, oh, it's curtain. just a movie. I just, I but agree with you. Like, it's like, I didn't want it to end. It yeah. actually made me, like, very sad yeah. coming to the end of the series. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why I waited first in line in The Hobbit. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mistakes we saw that me. together. Oh, man. But anyway, I guess um, I guess that's it. That I mean, it? yeah, right. I, I finished my top five. You guys yeah. had yours. and um, we, we had some honorable mentions, mm-hmm. had some laughs along the way, had yeah. some crazy I people know, <laughs> yelling Mom outside. would be mad if I didn't just say Pride and Prejudice. That is a good movie. Yeah. And you watch that so many times. The Kira Knightley version. Yeah. And I know there's going to be haters coming from my throat, but who are like, the Colin Firth version is better. Oh, that one's not as good. It's more like the book. More accurate, but... But I like, I just love, Joe Wright, I think he similarly loved the book. And you can tell. I think you can tell when directors really like their source material. Yeah, really want to do and they want them do right tell. by it. <laughs> like yeah, they Via really it, want to tell the story through your eyeballs. Like yeah. so, I I just know she would be like, well, you didn't say, or she'd be thinking it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> another well, uh, another honorable mention for me would be Drive. Mm. I, I just rewatched that again the other day. And I still think it's a crime that it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, it was the Best Picture of that, of like, what, 2011? Yeah. I forget which, what movie won. Was it like The Artist or something? Mm. Or, or was it the, like The King's, King's Speech, Speech, I think. Although yeah. I do like The King's Speech. Um, mm. uh, Drive, I, is, I, a much Drive more, is just cooler. <laughs> a much more unique movie. It yeah. is. Um, I really liked like that movie. Almost like a Clint Nemo! Eastwood, Clint Eastwood silent character mixed with like neon and... Yeah, like I don't know. a just, neon like, western. Yeah, a neon western. <laughs> in L.A. Really, it's a western. Though. Yeah, yeah, in a way, it feels kind of like one. Hello, hello. All right, so, yeah. anyway, right. I guess that's... Respect. Do you have any one honorable mention you want to throw in there? Uh, I had one that I forgot what it was. So, yeah. so uh, on that note, thanks for listening. Uh, Smell like you later. Like and subscribe and yeah. smash that like button. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Click like, the link below, guys. Ring that bell so you get updates. <laughs> and subscribe to our Patreon. Give us your hard-earned money. <laughs> Please! <laughs> We Bye. don't have a Patreon. Another right, door fine. opened. Another door opened. Another <laughs> part time. Part time. <laughs> <laughs>